Hello everyone! Welcome to Chem for Real, because research engages all learners. This podcast is hosted by the Chemistry Division of the Council on Undergraduate Research, CUR. We are a community of faculty nationwide who walk the talk of engaging student learning through undergraduate research. Each episode, we will discuss recent findings, experiments, and strategies to assist faculty in defining, expanding, and building a community of lifelong learners around undergraduate research experiences. Whether in our classroom, laboratory, or the community, undergraduate research increases student engagement, advances student adaptability, and promotes overall resilience. It's me again, Vanessa McCaffrey, a professor of chemistry and biochemistry at Albion College and a current chemistry representative for CUR, the Council for Undergraduate Research. I'm back today with the second of three interviews with our newest CUR chemistry representatives. Today, I'm talking with Dr. Pius Adelani, an associate professor of chemistry at St. Mary's University in San Antonio, Texas. To learn more about Dr. Adelani, please visit the show notes for links to his website and other information. We hope you enjoy this conversation. Uh, thank you, Vanessa, for putting this together. Um, my name is Pius Adelani, and I'm an associate professor, just like you have said, associate professor of inorganic chemistry here at St. Mary's University in San Antonio. Um, I teach uh, GenChem, I teach both GenChem 1 and 2, and I also teach uh, at, uh, inorganic chemistry. And along with that, I have a very small research group uh, here in the department. Uh, my area of research is in the solid state and uh, material chemistry. Uh, I make MOFs, meta-organic frameworks, and um, the goal is to make uh, MOFs that have... Um, um, proton conductivity property that can be used for making um, a membrane uh, for for batteries. And um, I have undergraduate students working with me all year round, uh, in the spring, in the fall, and also in the summer. Fantastic. So you have a pretty interdisciplinary group then. You do a lot of synthesis. Do you do the synthesis of MOF2s and then the analysis and then also the applications uh, evaluation? Yes. So we we start, some of it, we, we make ligands, uh, organic ligands, and then we, we react it with matter. Uh, the focus is transition matter. Uh, my PhD work was in um, uh, actinide chemistry. Uh, but now I focus on transition matter. So we take those ligands and we react them with um, transition matter. And then the goal is to make uh, meta-organic frameworks materials and, um, and then we start characterizing them. We have um, IR, uh, furnace, and some of these little, little uh, uh, equipments in the department. And most of the major characterizations are done uh, with my collaborators. I have um, here at um, UT San Antonio, and I also have um, two other collaborators 
one at Colorado State, uh, Colorado School of Mine, and um, at University uh, Notre Dame in Indiana. So I basically sent my samples for X-ray uh, diffraction studies. Uh, they helped me to analyze them. If those uh, samples, if they are good candidate for MOF, then I start looking at other properties. Currently, uh, my interest is in uh, proton conductivity. And, um, and I've been focusing on this for years now. And um, luckily, uh, this spring, this year, I got the, the fund to buy all the equipment um, impedance for impedance analysis that I have to do in order to determine whether those compounds have a very high proton conductivity properties. That's really fantastic. It must be a great um, opportunity for your students to be able to, to see the project from the beginning, the synthesis of the moth, moths, all the way to the analysis, some of these higher level and specialty analyses. Especially uh, doing the proton conductivity study. This, this has been my goal. Um, I joined St. Mary's in 2016. And I've always had this in my mind that I want students to learn how to do those things on campus. I don't want to send my sample to somewhere else. Uh, I feel like this is a very simple analysis that should help students to think, help students to analyze um, and, and think like a scientist, um, get them to do stuff by themselves. Uh, instead of just sending all my sample out and asking somebody to help me do all the analysis, I want my student to, to have time, uh, spend time on those things. I want the equipment to be in the department. W one of the challenges that we have for undergraduate is that you don't have the ability to get all these equipment. Uh, you have to collaborate. So this is what I've been dreaming I've been able to get a cyclic voltammetry. It comes with two components. One part is I'll be able to do cyclic voltammetry. And the second part, I will be able to do um, impedance analysis. Uh, so I just, I started getting some of those equipment that I order now and I'm putting them together. Uh, hopefully by, by maybe summer next year, uh, I should start collecting samples uh, here at St. Mary's. Uh, data, data with my student, yeah, with my students. Oh, wonderful. Well, your students are very lucky to have you as a mentor. That's very exciting. Thank you. So one of the reasons that I wanted to talk to you today was to learn more about your research, but also to say welcome. You're one of the newer representatives uh, for the chemistry division for the Council for Undergraduate Research. So uh, why did you decide to get involved in, in CUR? Um, in, I, so I joined St. Mary's in 2016, and in 2017, um, my the head of my department, my chair, sent me, um, it was a workshop organized by uh, Council of Undergraduate Research. It was a proposal writing workshop. So I just started, and I needed something to start with, and, um, and she sent me this um, workshop and I said yes I wanted to go for it and so in 2017 I went for that workshop uh, it was somewhere in uh, Moorhead um, and uh, we had a week 
of writing. That was my first time of experiencing that, and that was good. <laughs> oh, wonderful! I really, yeah, I really had a nice time. I really enjoyed it. We had um like a group leader, and then we had a couple of faculty members from. All of us were all new, new guys, just starting and thinking about what to do. And so we were all there reading our proposal together, making comments. And it was a nice workshop. Um, you have a, a facilitator who was uh, coordinating everything together. And I was able to come up with a very nice proposal. So I was able to define my goal, my, my project, because that was my second year. For undergrad, you have to design a project that you can do with the type of facility you have. So you are, you are as a postdoc, you, you have all these facilities. And so you can dream big. And so when you get actually to this environment, you start thinking uh, in a practical sense of it. You, you look at what is available. So that workshop actually helped me to come up with a project that I can do in this type of environment where we are limited with all kind of, the facilities are limited, the equipments, we are limited with all those things. And the time also, we are limited with the time. So we don't have all the time to do research. And so I that workshop helped me a lot. And so I was able to define uh, what I wanted to do. And when I left the workshop, I came up with a proposal and uh, that proposal got funded on campus, within the campus, I submitted it to campus, uh, within the internal grant, and I got it funded. And I tried externally, um, it, it didn't get funded, but at least it helped me to define the type of project that I was working on. And so I've been working on that project since that time until this year uh, in the spring when I got that project funded. Um, so that was the first time I, I, I got to know about um, Council of Undergraduate Research. I didn't know anything about this uh, organization until I got to St. Mary's. While I was in graduate school, I didn't know anything about it. And so uh, to me, that was a great impression. Uh, they helped me out and I wanted to go out and help others. So um Last, I think last year, I started thinking that, oh, how can I? Um, so I got tenure, and after my tenure, and I kept on working, and I felt like uh, over the years, I've gained a lot of experiences about research, about teaching, and I feel like at this point, um, I want to also be of help uh, to others. So I decided that I wanted to join the um, as a rep. So what are some of your major things that you want to do to help advance undergraduate research in chemistry that her can help with? So like I said, when I came to St. Mary's, um, I noticed that we're limited uh, when it comes to facility. And uh, most of our students, they have to go outside to do um, undergraduate research, usually in the summer. So to actually have students doing research in the spring, in the fall, that was not <laughs> that was not something that was happening in the department uh, a lot when I came. 
I don't know whether it was happening at all. <laughs> so when I got to the department, I said I, I was I started in this in the fall, I mean in the summer. And I discovered that if I stop in the fall and the spring and I'm not doing anything, and I waited till the next summer, I will not be able to do much. So I decided that for me, I'm going to walk in the fall and in the spring and do a little bit of work so that when I get to the next summer, I'll be able to do much. So that was how I started working in the fall and the spring, uh, which was, it wasn't that common in my department to see faculty members working in the fall and in the spring because of the workload. Uh, everybody has a lot of teaching load. And along with this, uh, you have to teach four classes and um, and so you have to do research along with this. So I started, I'll teach four classes and I'll also uh, do research. Uh, in fact, now I'm not only supervising students to do research, but these students have they started registering for individual studies. They're actually taking it for, uh, for credit. And this semester I had three students that are taking that for credit with me. And I had one other student, uh, a scholar, that is working with me. So my number one goal is to get students to do, um, to have a, a hands-on working experience on campus, something that is within their reach. You don't have to wait for summer before you go to maybe one hour, one hour, one institution to do research. You can, you can do something small, something little uh, during the school time. And I know that some students, they don't actually want to spend the whole summer doing research. And so this type of student, especially those ones that want to go to medical school, they enjoy doing research in the fall and in the spring. And they use summer to, to go to uh, some medical uh, practice, some medical experience. Um, so they don't want to actually use it for, for laboratory stuff. So I've had series of students like that that work with me in the fall and the spring. So number one, I wanted to have a, 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 a small lab where students can have a hands-on. They can learn how to do synthesis. They can learn how to think, analyze stuff, um, have critical thinking. Uh, they can have a, a the experience that researchers do have in the lab. Uh, when you are a researcher, your experience is different from just um, learning chemistry in the classroom. The, the, what does it mean to research? What does it mean to, to, to think like a scientist? So I want my students to have those experiences. And uh, over the years, I've noticed that some of those students, uh, after they finish, they felt like they, they want more. Some of them, they go for master's degree. Some of them go for PhD and they just want more because they, it kind of exposed them to opportunities that um, some of them never thought about. So uh, number two, I also want to develop a curriculum. Um, I started a cure lab last uh, think this year spring and I've been thinking about this for a very long time. I want students to take a laboratory class and have a standard research experience and feel like they have done a research. <laughs> so I started a care lab 
And for, for you to do all this, it means you, are, you need the facilities to be on campus. You need to have a lab space. You need to have all these facilities, all these equipments. And of course, you need to have a faculty member who is willing to supervise and take all this, uh, because it's not easy to convert a normal work um, cookbook lab to uh, a research-based lab. Uh, so it takes it takes a lot of um, uh, experience. And I've done a lot of training on how to pilot a cure course based on the graduate research experience. And um, my student, uh, the last, the first one I had, which was in the spring, they finished and they went and present what they they did in the class. They gave poster presentation. So it's, it's not just doing research. It's also about communicating research. It's about presenting. It's about learning how to be in a team, how to work with others, how to give a very nice presentation. I work with them to, to make the posters. So we make a very nice poster. That was the first time some of them were, as, were as getting exposed to how to make a poster. And I showed them how to to make a poster. And so these are all the things that I wanted to, um, uh, uh, in addition to teaching, uh, I like to teach. Uh, my teaching uh, style involves taking both the, I use PowerPoint, I use the, the hybrid uh, system, which I take active uh, learning and I incorporate it into the lecture, the normal labor, um, PowerPoint lecture mode. And so in my class, I ask students to, to do stuff. I ask them to be active. I, I make them to, to do stuff while they're in the lab, they, um, in the class. They, I have problem solving sections. I have time when they sit down and, and, um, and think through problems and think through case studies in the class. So I have those type of uh, environment that I've developed over the years. And uh, and I'm enjoying it, and I'm and this is what I want to uh, incorporate in undergraduate uh, education. I don't want my student to just sit down and be looking at me in the classroom. I want them to do something. I want them to be active, and I've seen that 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 has been very very helpful uh, for my student. They learn more when they are actively involved in their learning process, uh, and then they are thinking. Uh, as they are doing that, they're not just looking at me doing all the thinking uh, for them. That's really fantastic. I love your approach and the way that you're really thinking deeply about all of these issues that you're facing, juggling your time, incorporating research into the classroom. So thank you so much for your time today and telling us a little bit more about you and what you're doing. And uh, I look forward to having further conversations. Thank you. Thank you for having me. If you enjoy the Chem for Real podcast, please consider sharing it with your colleagues, friends, and through your social media accounts. We release episodes approximately monthly. Subscribe to be notified when the next episode drops. For related content, please see the curve chem.wordpress.com blog site and the per.org website. Also, please leave a rating wherever you get your podcast, which helps others find us. And as always, we thank you for listening.